Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaki is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Gwilda Wiaki's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Science of Magic or endorsed in any manner by Gwilda Wiaki, Relmar McConnell Media Company, its affiliated networks, stations, or employees. Welcome to the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, a program dedicated to uncovering the unified nature of reality and humanity's ever-evolving place as truly galactic beings. For more information on the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, visit us online at www.thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome to the Science of Magic, a place where science and magic come together to transform fact into evolving truth. 
We're proudly coming to you through the ever-expanding Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and can also be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. This hour we'll be exploring Powered by Spirit. It's common to feel as though we're powerless victims of circumstance, controlled by life around us and subject to the system in which we live. That our salvation can only be found through securing plenty of money, finding the right partner, or obtaining enough letters behind our name. There's a universal belief that we have no power without overpowering something to get it. Whether it's against nature, government, or each other, we always seem to be in a battle for supremacy just to survive. Yet, when I look to nature, from the micro of the atom to the macro of the universe, there is no lack of power. Everything's moving, creating, destroying, transmuting, and renewing. Why do we think we're any different? There's much talk about manifestation and what we need to do in order to create what we want. I would argue it's not a matter of finding out how to manifest, but realizing we're manifesting all the time. Every thought or action we propagate has its effect in the world around us. What we believe dictates what we create. How? Everything expresses according to frequency. Our beliefs set up the energetic template for what manifests around us. There's no shortage of power to create, but rather a restriction in the bandwidths of frequency available for us to create with. This restriction is based on our programming and limited belief systems. Whether we create seemingly negative experiences or positive ones depends on what we're putting out there. If we're constantly negative, we will create accordingly, as it's the only frequency we're channeling into the world. I say seemingly negative, since there's really no negative or positive. It's all in the way we view our experiences. That's where gratitude and transmutation comes in. Again, the power of the universe, or spirit if you will, is always moving, creating, destroying, transmuting, and renewing. These frequencies are all available to us to channel into our world. Any perceived negative experience or circumstance can be transmuted into a positive one by looking at both sides of the picture. Being grateful for the lessons and gifts of our trials and tribulations have brought takes us out of the victim stance, empowering us to channel a wider bandwidth of frequency and take the proper action to change our experience. The only thing the universe does not do is stand still. If we're frozen, we're not moving with nature. Immobility creates friction that eventually blows our lives apart. Victimhood is a frozen stance. As long as we stand frozen, wringing our hands in despair, blaming the people and circumstances around us for our dissatisfaction, we will experience a powerless, wasted life. Or, we can take responsibility for our viewpoints, open up to new experiences, become powered by spirit, and recreate our world. Our guest this hour, Nancy Yearout, is the author of Wake Up! The Universe is Speaking to You. She's an energy worker, spiritual life coach, and motivational speaker. Her faith in the Lord and her intuitive abilities have enhanced over the years, giving her the necessary skills to assist many on their spiritual path. Her belief in the Lord is what ignites her light to do this work. Utilizing both her intuitive and acquired spiritual education, she's been able to create the life she wants for herself. Now she teaches others how to create the life they want Her spiritual schooling has encompassed numerous energy and spiritual educational classes and workshops. Her teachers in Michigan and New Mexico have provided invaluable 
to her current energy work. Her path has developed through religious study and research on various cultures and their religious practices. She's a Christian and a member of the Baptist Church. After this commercial break, I'll introduce Nancy, and together we'll contemplate the universal power, personal responsibility, and manifestation. So don't go away. You're listening to The Science of Magic. Prior innovative episodes can always be found on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. Current episodes are aired daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. The Science of Magic is produced by Real Mar McConnell Media Company, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. 
So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life has no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Yes, Our guest... Our guest this hour is Nancy Yearout, the author of Wake Up the Universe is Speaking to You. Her website, nancyyearout.com. Nancy, thank you for joining us on The Science of Magic. Thanks, Gilda. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, it's so nice to have you. So where did you study to be a life coach? You know, it's been my life experiences that have led me to this point. Um, I've actually lived... Uh, a lot of these things, and doing the energy work basically to survive and bring in income. I was a single mom, two little kids. At the time, I started to work with the energy. wasn't very religious. Um, I did go to Sunday school when I was younger, but wasn't very religious at the time and um, just needed to generate business for myself. And a uh, single mom needed to bring in good energy, and I started to pay attention to the universe. And uh, basically, I got into the real estate business and needed to sell homes and land in order to generate funds. And I started working Uh, with the energy on how to draw things to myself for my business. And that's how it all began out of necessity more than anything. Okay. Do you you have any training in counseling? Oh, well, over the years, yes, I've counseled many people. And it's come with uh, life experiences and uh, a lot of common sense um, comes into play. I think people, and and I loved your intro because you talk a lot about the universe and the energy and how it flows. And one of the reasons I wrote this book is because people don't realize that what they say, what they think uh, goes out into the universe. And that energy, that vibration is what's sent back to you. You see, what I have figured out over time and what I try to teach people is that whatever intention you put out, vibration you're putting out, the universe gives you what you ask for, always. So you really need to be careful with your thoughts, your words, and because it determines your life. It determines uh, business. It can determine your personal life. So the energy is really, really important, and unfortunately, we're not paying attention. And that's where the book comes in. Wake up. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Um, to what you're saying about yourself, to what you're saying about your business, and what you're saying to others. So uh, our words have a lot of power. How does that work exactly? Well, like I was mentioning before, it's the vibration and the intention. You know, everybody has talked about this uh, for years. You know, a lot of people have written books on it. But the thing is, we don't actually pay attention to what we're saying and what we're doing. And when the universe receives that vibration, let me give you an example. Since it's holiday time, it's Christmas time, and we're giving, okay? So when you give unconditionally and you give 
uh, with pure intention, the universe picks up on that energy, okay? And it rewards you. It knows. That's how God set this whole thing up. So it's almost a, a karmic thing, per se. A lot of people talk about karma. It's basically the same thing. When you give, you receive back. When you don't give, you don't get back. It's all uh, set up this way, and it's interesting if you think about it, because God set it up so that we were rewarded for doing the right thing, but we're not rewarded if we do the wrong thing. It's, um, you know, if you look at nature, it's it's represented out there everywhere. It's like um, a lot of people don't recognize the fact that the trees exhale oxygen, and which is what we need to breathe, and we exhale what they need to breathe. So it's like it's, there's an example of it in nature all over the place. Is this the kind of give and take that you're talking about? Well, it is. I mean, ener- we're energy, uh, all the plants and animals, everything's energy. And for some reason, we've really gotten away from our spiritual side. Um, we have gotten away from, you know, what we think and what we say. All we think about is what we can have and what we can get and what we look like. And all of these things don't really matter. What really matters in the end and, and why you're here on earth is your good vibrations. What did you... Did you give to other people? Did you put out good vibrations? Have you raised the vibration on the planet? I mean, that's a whole other conversation, and hopefully we'll get to that today. But the more positive we put out, the more positive comes back, and it actually affects us all as a collective, and it also affects the earth, okay? Absolutely, yeah. So how, how much do you think that we've been conditioned to be consumers and um, – um, you know, put in a position to be always getting and never giving, that one-sided thing. Yeah, I mean, it eventually comes back to you. I, I believe that, and I've seen it happen. And, and you can't fool the universe. You just can't. Either your intention is pure, and that vibration goes out, and you do receive good back, or your vibration is not good, and the universe picks up on that also, and, and you are given exactly what you put out, if that makes sense. Right. So, but but we're conditioned to go out and get it, make it happen. You know, this this aggressive approach to making money or making friends or anything, and that seems diametrically opposed to what you're talking about. No, you can. Like I said, in the business that I was in, and here's how this works. I was in the real estate business. I still am. I'm still a real estate broker. But bottom line is. You can draw something to you. Uh, For example, if I needed to sell property or house in order to make my mortgage payment that month, because that's how life is. You have to work in order to make money. So you can draw it into yourself. And the way you draw it in is by thinking, I'm definitely going to sell that house. It's going to be a good transaction for all involved. It's the intention. You have to be sincere and have some integrity. See, these are the things that are lost. If, if we can do business and do it the right way and put out good energy and have integrity and have uh, everything uh, positive, then that business, that money will flow to you and it will continue to flow to you. Now, if you decide you're going to be crooked, I don't know if that's the right word, but if you're going to be dishonest, and you're not doing it for uh, the right reasons, then your business will not flourish. It, it will not do well because the universe picks up on that negative intention. It knows that your intentions are not pure. Does that kind of clarify that for you? 
Sure. How about if you're coming from fear? I mean, doesn't a lot of our unconscious intent come from fear of lack? I agree. And that's what happens. The energy of your fear, again, is picked up by the universe. And you are not, it's like when people get in a rut. This is how people get stuck. One of the reasons they get stuck. One is your energy fields can really get boggled down. And I talk about that in my book. You got to keep your energy fields clear. And the other is if you get stuck and you, you say, oh, I'm never going to be successful. I'm never going to do this. Well, what you're doing with your words, the vibration of your words, if you say, I'm never going to do it. I'm afraid it's never going to happen for me. It won't. Because you're telling the universe that you're afraid and you don't want that. And so it's giving you what you ask for. So that's how people get into ruts. And that's how this fear energy is begot by more fear energy. More, if you put out positive energy, you get positive back. If you put out the fear energy, that's what you're going to get back. How about unconscious energy? It seems like, you know, a lot of us are divided against ourselves. Um, and we don't even realize we're coming from fear. We don't even realize we're coming from um, um, a belief system that, that only embraces lack. How can we become more conscious of what we're putting out there? I think that's the problem, isn't it? Oh, it's a big problem. And, and there are so many different things that I talk about in my book, too. I talk about coming home from work and clearing the negative energy off your body, taking a sea salt bath doing some meditation to try to bring in the good energy. Because, yeah, if you don't stop and think, and that's why I said wake up, people don't pay attention. They're not paying attention to the people around them who could be bringing them down and pulling them off their life path. Uh, they need to pay attention to what they're saying, what they're thinking, um, just the energy of your home, of your car. If it's not clear and you're picking up on some negative vibes, all that affects us and people are not paying attention. And that's really why I wrote this book because if people were coming to me, honestly, Gilda, for counseling and asking me, you know, what's going on in my life? Why am I not successful or why am I not re meeting the right person? It's the energy they're putting out there. Also, a lot of times, if they keep getting the same relationship over and over and over, there's something about themselves that needs to be changed. The universe is trying to teach them a lesson, um, per se. Maybe they have something to learn about themselves before they can have a healthy relationship. So that's how the energy works as well. So it's like the it, it always comes home to roost. In other words, um, you have to look within. If something's not working, look within instead of pointing the finger without. Is that what you're getting exactly. at? Exactly. 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 So what's what's usually the dysfunction when that's going on? What are we looking for? Well, again, uh, you know, if you've ever been, I'll use an example of a relationship. So, say you get into a relationship, you need to recognize it. Again, here we go, wake up, pay attention. So, if you keep having the same thing happen in the relationship over and over and over, at that point, you have to look at yourself and say, wait a minute, what am I not doing or what am I doing to create this situation? Why is the universe putting this situation in front of me over and over and over? And it can be in business, too. And once you start to pay attention to your behavior, I think that's it more than anything. Your behavior, your reaction, and you can change that. You will, you've learned your lesson. The universe can, can pick up that vibe, can pick up that vibration, and you will move forward, whether in business or in your personal life. So you think all of us just about lessons? Absolutely. That's why we're here. <laughs> 
Okay, so we're here to learn lessons, and how do we pick out which lessons we're going to learn? How is that dictated to us? And I think the universe presents us. I have a whole chapter, actually, and it says the universe presents us with lessons to learn. So if you need something to learn, and the universe is going to keep throwing it in front of you over and over and over, and some people never get it. Some people never learn the lesson because they don't pay attention. And I think that's the most important thing I can say today. Pay attention to your words. Pay attention to your thoughts. Because whatever you think and whatever you feel and whatever you put out there creates your world. We're little creators. That's how this is set up. So if we're constantly creating our world, if we don't like it, we have to figure out what we did to create it in order to recreate it. Is that accurate? Oh, you need to change your behavior in order to change the vibration. So if you're stuck and you've got a bad attitude, you've got to change it up and create a good attitude because you can't get good from negative. You've got to put out good in order to get good back. Uh, that's why I really talk about the power of love, um, the power of prayer. It's the power of the spoken word and the intention. Uh, if you want love, you have to give love. That's how you get it back. Yeah, you have to fill yourself with it by uh, channeling it from source. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. And that comes through meditation. Interesting. Meditation, like um, the kind you use with yoga and stuff? Absolutely. And that's why I say that, um, yeah, you have to clear your chakras, and there's many ways to do it. You've got to keep your energy fields clear. You know, we're going to have to pick up just... on this. We're going to have to pick up on this subject on the other side of a break. Nancy and I <laughs> okay. will return to our discussion after this short break. We're coming to you through the land of leading edge paranormal broadcasting, the Exxon Broadcast Network. Don't miss the other fine shows and hosts on xzbn.net. You're listening to the Science of Magic, the Science of Magic.net. I'm Golda Wiecka. We will be back, so don't you go away. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. 
his radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, a place where magic and science come together to promote enlightenment. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Nancy Yearout, the author of Wake Up, the Universe is Speaking to You. Nancy, I've got a curiosity here. I understand you're a Christian and a member of the Baptist Church. So how have you right. reconciled your more esoteric practice with, and viewpoints with the traditional Baptist teachings? You know, well, I, I am a member of the Church, but I... I have uh, studied other religions, and I'm pretty broad-minded, I guess. And when I started to try to figure this energy thing out, to be honest with you, I wasn't that religious. I, um, but I started to read the Bible, and I started to learn about faith. And that's something I need to bring up, because you can say whatever you want to say, and you can try to draw to yourself whatever you want to draw, but you have to have faith. And so once you start talking about faith, then I started to look at Scripture, in the Bible, because it was the oldest book. It's a guideline. What I've come to realize, it's a guideline for us. 
And when I started to do this energy work, I started to refer to scripture. And it's interesting, if you really pay attention, and I'm going to read this to you because it makes sense, Matthew 12, 36, 37 says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will justify, and by your words, you will be condemned. And so it's quite interesting, when you start doing some research like I did, you'll realize that they were trying to tell us this years ago in the Bible, that, and Jesus talked about the spoken word, but it's like we didn't get it, you know, it's like we didn't pay attention to what he was trying to tell us. So that's how the two got correlated um, for me. That makes sense to me. I, I found a lot of things in Scripture that they'll tell me, you know, when I was when I go to church, they, they'd say, well, this is what it means. And I, I go back and I read it and I go, how do you get that? You know, because right. it really is talking about cause and effect, energy. Um, would you define sin in that viewpoint? I'm sorry, say that again? Would you define sin in that framework? Oh, yes, yes. It's the same thing, and it's, again, putting the energy out there. I mean, if you do something really horrible, you hurt another person intentionally, that negative energy will come back to you. It's set up that way, completely. All, all God was trying to tell us in the Bible, and the people who uh, wrote the different books of the Bible, is to tell us what was really going on, and I just don't think people um, got it. There is a spiritual part of us that we are just not tapping into, if if that makes sense. It is, and wasn't it more talking about the push and pull in life, the natural result of working against nature is, is when you're sinning against nature, and the natural result is you're, you're pushing against something bigger than you are, and here's what's going to happen. Exactly, and when you're not on your path, if you're not flowing, like you say, with the energy, um, you're just not, you just feel out of whack. And a part of this is the words you say, your thoughts, your intentions, but a lot of it also is getting bogged down with the negative energy. You know, you can pick up negative vibes at work. You can pick up negative vibes out shopping these days. Um, you really need to be able to clear your energy fields, and that's another part. Um, you know, it's not ooey-gooey. Everybody, oh, you know, chakras and all this and that. Hey, we're made up of energy, and it makes sense that we clear our energy fields, and there's so many different ways to do it. Uh, one of the things that I talk about in my book, which is so interesting, is music. The vibration of music and the harp, uh, is, for example. And when you go back to the Bible, you see how many times they speak about the harp. It's, it's like 66 times they talk about the harp in the Bible. Well, here we are, the international harp therapists are in hospitals right now, and they're healing people by playing the harp. Why? Because the vibration of the harp actually gets into ourselves and balances us out. So there's a lot that can be done to balance our vibrations to keep us healthy and vibrant. So would you please describe what you mean by universal energy? Well, it's the energy that God set up for us to use, and it's free, and we don't use it. Some of us do. Some of us don't even realize it's here for our use. It's all around us. It's everything. We're energy. Everything is energy. And it's here for us to use. We just have to figure out how to use it. And that's, you know, I, and I talk about that, what we can do to make our lives better. If we're going to be here, we might as well do the best we can, right? <laughs> and, and try to give out good energy. 
I think one of my biggest aha moments was to realize that as a collective, if we can all um, put out a little more positive energy, that vibration will not come back just to us. It comes back to everybody. And it also comes back to the earth. And it can raise the whole vibration here on this planet, not just for us, but for future generations to come. So uh, help me out here. There's universal energy. Then you're talking about good vibrations. You're talking about bad vibrations. How do they all fit together? How do you tell good energy from bad energy? Well, you can feel it. I think all of us are intuitive. We were given that ability. It's in our gut. Have you ever walked into a place and felt really not good about that place? And you laughed? I'm sure we've all had that experience, yes. Okay, well, you're picking up on the negative energy. Maybe um, a murder happened. Maybe a, a horrible accident. Maybe it was... What happens a lot of times, and you'll find this on old, um, on old battlefields. If, you ever, if you've ever walked an old battlefield and you're intuitive, which we all are, it just depends on how much you want to pick up on it or feel it, you can feel the negative energy that occurred because what I believe is that negative energy is implanted onto that space. And until it's cleared or something's done, it stays there. Um, it's like an imprint. And so if you're in a house and you don't feel comfortable, uh, there's a lot of different things you can do. Uh, one thing I talk about, because I'm from New Mexico, is saging your house with white sage. And what it is, it's the smoke of the sage. It's the properties within the smoke that can clear some of that negative energy out. So if you are in a space and it's super, super heavy, and you can feel it, you can sage it, you can use aromatherapy. I love frankincense for that. Um, cinnamon is one of my favorite things that you can do now for the holidays, and that's so simple. It's just put some cinnamon and some water on the stove and let that steam seep out into your house. And what that does is it clears the negative energy from the space, and you will feel the difference. So you... Um we each have a personal energy field from what you're saying. Um, is that accurate? And if so, what generates it? Well, we have our, we all are born with energy. I mean, we're energy in these bodies, in these shells. And um, that's why I talk so much about keeping it clear and meditation and yoga and all of those things. So I believe we're all, we all come, we are made up of energy. I believe our soul is, you know, energy. That's what it is. And so what, what, what generates it? How do, how do we keep it with the body and what happens when we die? I believe the soul goes to another plane. But again, I believe that whatever you did here on earth, just because maybe you looked good or you bought a lot of material items is not going to help you in your next, uh, next plane, <laughs> <laughs> you know. When you get up there, I don't think I don't think our higher power, our creator, however you want to call it, is going to say, "Hey, you know, what'd you accumulate down there?" I think he's going to say, "Hey, what did you do for others?" And you know, and he's going to be able to pick up from your energy what you did and what you didn't do, right? My grandmother had this wonderful saying. She says, "Shrouds don't have pockets." <laughs> That's right. That's a good one. Yeah. So yeah. you know, when you talk about it, what do you consider a balanced energy field? You speak of that. What, what, what is a balanced energy field? Well, I, I believe, and I'm maybe getting a little bit out there, but I believe truly that someday we'll go to the doctor 
and they will scan our energy fields and they'll be able to tell what's wrong with us. Because what happens is, say around a negative person, you know, a lot and you don't know how to balance yourself. I mean, just a simple massage, for example. If you went and got a massage one month, I think everybody should do You are relaxing self because we're in such a crazy, hectic world that we all live in and we and we are all, um, you know, we all have a tendency to take on whether we watch the news or, or, or whatever, um, it, a lot of this negativity, and it gets down into our muscles and our bones. And when you get a massage, a lot of that is released, okay? So if you don't practice yoga or you don't meditate, a massage is a wonderful thing you can do to keep your energy field clear. Um, another thing, like I said, I talk about is a sea salt bath because it's quick and easy. Um, you feel bogged down, and you can jump in the tub with some sea salt for 20 minutes and, and clear yourself. You know, there's so many different things you can do. Music, again, I talk about music. Just getting in the car and putting on your favorite song will change your whole attitude. What's happening is it's changing your vibration, and it's balancing your energy fields. Okay? Do you see- Whether you realize it or not, that's what's going on. Do you see this as one perfect balance, like it's static, or does it shift as we do? Sure. Yeah. I think that we, it's up to us to stay in balance, because when we're in balance, we're happier, healthier, and more prosperous. So it, it would behoove all of us to try to stay in balance, and it's whatever works for you. That's why I give so many different um, alternatives to balancing your energy field. So the one balance isn't the same as another person's balance? I think um, everybody can be balanced with music. I think everybody can be balanced with meditation. I think everybody can be balanced with yoga. But some people don't like meditation or they have a difficult time, um, you know, with yoga. So that's why I think there's different alternatives that you can, that you can do in order to balance your energy fields. How do you think our beliefs affect our energy fields? Completely. Whatever you believe you are, you are. We're little creators. So if you create in your world a certain vibration, that is what's picked up by others. And that is what creates your world, pretty much. So it's the push-pull in your life. In other words, if you're believing in negative things, you're putting out negative energy, and the positive people and things will be repelled by that. Is that, is that what we're getting at here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, again, it's that push-pull, isn't it? And yeah. what does, faith is, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's up to us. You know, we have a choice. We have a choice. You know. It, there comes a time when we have to take that choice, though, doesn't there? I mean, it's like a lot of us, you know, maybe we had a tough childhood and we grow up saying, well, I'm, I'm this way because I had a tough childhood and that's just the way it is. But there, there comes a point of choice, doesn't there? Yeah, exactly. And I hear that, I've heard that from people, well, you know, it was tough for me. Well, it was tough for all of us in a different way. We all have different lessons and different challenges in life. It's how you handle it. It's how you deal with it. And you get to a certain age, you can't blame your parents or, you know, the bully at school. You've got to realize, hey, it's up to me now. Um, we all we all have um, brains, you know, we're supposed <laughs> to use them. And sometimes we just don't. We go along yeah. with the flow. It's, you know, it's, it's another, I'm sorry, it's time to take another break. Nancy, okay. <laughs> Nancy and I will be back shortly. You're listening to The Science of Magic, thescienceofmagic.net, the place where altruistic professionals of science and the esoteric create common ground for the betterment of our world. 
We're brought to you by the leader in paranormal, spirituality, alternative health programming, the X-Zone Broadcast Network, xzbn.net. Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash X zone. That's right. Transformation can start now. 
Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash Exxon and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Welcome back. This is the Science of Magic, bringing together gifted people of service to the world. I'm your host, Gwilda Wiecka. Our guest this hour is Nancy Yearout, the author of Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. Her uh, website is theenergyprofit.com. Nancy, you know, you were talking about uh, using divine energy, using universal energy. How can we be sure we're not misusing it? Well, I think we all have um, our gut feeling, so we know if we're if we're putting out good intentions or not. Um, I think through meditation, you, you know, if you start to meditate and you get the good energy from above, you're able to tap into that. And I think um, I think we all have intuition, and we know whether we're using good energy or, or bad energy, and and what we're feeling coming through. You know what I've experienced, and I of course could be wrong, but it seems like everybody thinks they're good. Everybody is intending to do good, and yet bad things are happening out there. So how do you explain that within this format? I think they have a lesson to learn. When something like that happens, you have a lesson to learn in life, and that's why we're here. Um, I know it's difficult. You know, a lot of bad things happen to good people, and you think, why in the world did that happen? Well, if you stick around or if you pay attention long enough, you'll realize, oh, well, it happened because this person had a lesson to learn. And unfortunately, you know, it may be at um, the expense of another person, but that's why we're here. We're here to learn lessons. So, so where do you stand on directing universal energy towards others? Oh, I love that. Because... Um, you can really send some negative vibe, but you can also send really good vibes to people. And I talk about the power of prayer. And um, I was not really big into prayer until I was desperate. And like a lot of people, oh, I didn't pray until I really needed to. But once you start doing it and you have some faith, and it's interesting, again, it's the vibration of that thought or that those words and that intention. And if you think about it, that's why the group praying for the same result has such an impact and it's been proven. 
And the reason is because you've raised that vibration. There's so many people uh, putting out the same intention, the good intention, and it really can change things. Okay, so you're going to have to help me with this one. So I'm, I'm, hearing, okay. several thi- I'm hearing several things here I'm trying to reconcile. One okay. is bad things happen to good people because they have a lesson, sure. so you have to trust another person's path. We right. are too small to know what that is. We just have to trust that, right? Correct. But yeah, then, I agree, yes. Okay. But then if we're all getting together and deciding what a person needs and praying for, for that, isn't that diametrically opposed to trusting their path? Aren't we imposing something based on our judgment of what they need versus trusting their path? No. It, um, here's how this works. So if somebody um, has something and you're praying for them, it may not be the answer that we're looking for. It's really not up to us. I can pray for something over and over and over and over again. But if if it's not for my best um, benefit, it's not going to happen. Um, God knows what's better for us more than we do. And I learned that the hard way, and that's one of my life experiences. You know, you can ask and ask and ask, but if it's not for your benefit and it's not going to be... It's going to come in God's time, not in your time, and it's going to come for your benefit, and it's always going to be something better than what you expected. So we can pray, but it's, the result is not in our hands. We can put out the good intention, but most of the time you'll get something better or what you asked for. If, does that make sense to you? Well, it's, it's it's a little confusing because in one sense you say we're creators, we're powerful, and we can create through prayer. And in the other one you say, well, it may happen or it may not. No, you can create, and you can do whatever you want. But what I'm saying is you can ask God, and let me, let me make this really clear because this is a very important point, and I want to make sure that everybody understands this. Say you're in a relationship, and you really want that relationship to work out, and you pray, and you ask, and you do everything you think you're supposed to, and that relationship doesn't work out, and you are just heartbroken. Well, maybe like a year later, you'll meet the perfect person, and you'll say, oh my God, I'm so glad that relationship didn't work out because it wasn't the right person. I'm crazy. I was praying and I was hoping and I was asking and I was doing, but sometimes there's something better out there and we don't recognize it because we're a little bit smaller on the creative side. Does that make sense now? (laughs) It does. And it sounds to me like the key here is not praying for someone else without permission, but rather praying where it concerns yourself. Is that, is that accurate? Um, I'm going to say no, because you can pray for other people as long as your intentions are good, but the result is not in your hands, okay? It's nice to put out good intentions for other people. You can only do benefit, but the result is not your decision. So So how can we be sure that we're being in service rather than imposing personal agenda? Well, you you mean personally, like if you want something and and you really want to acquire it, like a new house or a new car, or is that what you're asking me? No, I'm saying, say, for instance, uh, one of my friends comes to me and says, I'm afraid my son's on drugs. Um, I want to pray so that I know if he's on drugs or not. I want to pray that he gets off of drugs, but maybe being on drugs was part of his path. So um, by praying... That's that's true. Then we're imposing our agenda, our view of what things should be. No, you're just sending him good vibrations, and the more good vibrations you send him, you may change the outcome and not even realize it. 
And yes, maybe he has a lesson to learn, but good intentions and good prayer and good words and kind words and love can change the outcome of anything, and it can make things a little better. Maybe he's got a lesson to learn, but maybe it'll ease it a little bit. You see, anything you can do to make life easier for anybody else by saying a prayer or sending out love vibration, you can only do good. It sounds like you're sending it out without agenda. You're just Absolutely. wanting to make things better. Yeah, that's that's what I was looking at. Okay, so what's yes, what's the what's the relationship <laughs> between personal energy, universal energy, and physical health? I really believe that if you don't keep your energy fields clear and you don't use the universal energy as it was intended through meditation and through some of these different avenues that I talk about. Even aromatherapy is wonderful to clear yourself and clear your house. If you don't do it, I believe that it opens a door. Um, It makes your immune system can be uh, lower than maybe it it would have been normally. Maybe your energy field is down. When your energy field is down, your immune system is down, and that is an open door for disease to set in. And so you really have to be careful, and I mean this sincerely. I'm not a doctor, but I've seen it happen, and you really have to be careful. You could, it, it can happen and you're not even realizing it if you're bogged down. And, and it just makes your whole, when your energy field is down, it can really um, affect your health. Tremendously. Our guest this hour is Nancy Yearout, the author of Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. Her website is theenergyprofit.com. Her books can be purchased wherever books are sold at Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Uh, Nancy, we've been talking a lot about working with energy, but I understand that you are also a hands on energy healer. Um, Where do you obtain your skills for that? What can you tell us about the form? Yeah, I worked with an Aztec uh, gentleman. He was from Mexico and uh, spent time with him and learned how to do the hands-on healing uh, with energy. And uh, it's it's possible. There's a lot of people that do it where, you know, you can put your, lay your hands on another person and you can pick up their energy fields and you can clear them if it's coming from a, a good place. And I always say from above. So, yes, um, a lot of these different things, I believe in acupuncture also because it can balance the energy fields. There are many different experts, um, and they come from ancient, you know, teachings on how to clear people. A lot of these things have lost, have been lost, and and it's just a really cool thing. So, yes, a lot of people do it. They do the hands-on healing with light. Well, it sounds like that's what Jesus did from the accounts in the Bible. Is that correct? I'm sorry, say that again? I said it sounds like what Jesus did from the accounts in the Bible. Yes, exactly. Very good. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, so you still use the form? How long did you study it? You know, I studied with an Aztec healer for about a year, and yeah, I still will do it um, for people. I don't do it as much as it's, uh, I'll do a lot of counseling uh, with people. I do a lot of on the phone, and I do a lot of, uh, you know, we'll do uh, Skype where I can help people because I travel a lot. So I don't do as much hands-on as I would like to, but I do a lot of energetic healing and counseling over the phone for people. We've got about a minute left. If you could just advise one thing about creatively using universal energy, what would it be? Oh, you can draw anything to yourself that you want as long as, as, long as you have good intentions. You can create whatever you want, and you can create any kind of life you want for yourself. It's completely up to you. And I, I think that's really important. And 
one more thing. If we can all start putting out some really good vibes, we will raise the vibration on the planet. And maybe some of these horrible things that are happening across the world will cease. We actually have that ability to do that. So do you believe in the 100th monkeys theory? Like it doesn't have to be all of us, but just enough of us? I believe more is better because the more people who can raise their um, their energy levels and put out positive energy, I, I, you know, negative begets negative, and we've got a lot of negativity going on. So if we can switch it up and, and put out more positive energy and do it as a collective, I really believe we can raise the vibration here on Earth and for our, ourselves. Yeah. Nancy, thank you so much for being with us. We're out of time. Our guest this hour has been Nancy Yearout, the author of Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. Her website is theenergyprofit.com. This has been The Science of Magic. Remember, you can always listen to past thought-provoking episodes on our website, thescienceofmagic.net. Until next time, dear ones, may you be blessed with knowledge and comforted with love as you live a life powered by spirit. Show.